This is 100.7 KPXI, and it's time for Out to Pasture, a weekly show that takes a look back at recent events in Henderson and Russ County and looks ahead at some of the upcoming events around the area. It's Out to Pasture. Now, here's Jimmy Holmes and Matt Golson. Oh, boy, Matt. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's oh. game day. Oh, my God. It's not, oh. just, it's <laughs> it's not just game day. It is the big game day. Oh, the Red Zone app keeps blowing up about Henderson and Carthage. Everything's blowing up about Henderson and Carthage. It is the big game by everybody's measure on every poll, every list. Tonight. It's the Battle of 79. In Henderson. Henderson and Carthage. Oh, yeah. Undefeated versus undefeated. The Battle of 79. The Battle of 79. When did you get a good name? Well, you know, it was always, it was called Battle of 79. It was the Battle of the Bands when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. The bands, by the time the game began, the bands had played every piece of music <laughs> trying to outdo each other. So we had nothing left, you know. And we played louder, tried to play louder than the other one. That's awesome. Of course, Henderson had the better band. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's got kind of a county line feel to it. This whole thing between Henderson and the Bulldogs, Carthage, Kilgore, the Battle of Fair thing. Play or something over here. <laughs> we'll work on that one. But yeah. I think he put you to work on that. You came up with Pittner Junction. Yeah, well, that was. And yeah. Martin's Creek. Yeah, that was good stuff. So, so maybe Bulldog Station. Bulldogs. Something like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Battle of Clayton. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on that one. Boy, it is going to be a big one. That place is going to be packed with people. Oh, it will be packed. I'm, I'm hearing that this is going to be sold out. It, it, there may be issues of parking. I'm sure. Believe it or not. I'm <laughs> so, sure of that. Get there early. If you want if you want to get if you want a ticket, you should already have it. Yes. Let's put it that way. And if you want to get in, you'll probably be okay need to, with a ticket. You probably need to park. You probably should have parked yesterday. <laughs> it's kinda of like the, the Christmas parade. Go ahead and back your truck up yeah, put the tug it in. <laughs> but if you want to be one of those folks that gets in and actually gets to sit down for the game and you're holding a general admission ticket, you had better get there early. You know, you might need to. <laughs> maybe you should take your video camera and record the festivities of the general admission area. Oh, man. It could be wild. It could get wild over there. But it's going to be huge. Oh, it's, what, yeah, what a great it's deal. It's a huge game. And, you know, not to be, not to dwell on this too long, because we're going to come back to it in our second, our big second segment. But just as a little bit of a teaser here, I know a lot of folks would bring in, you know, Coach Castles, yeah, to preview that. That's, that's too obvious. Other folks might bring in Coach Sarah, or They might bring in, you know, and these guys are busy anyway. They're busy, but yeah. you know, another, you know, your second choice might be a quarterback or one of the players, but not on out to pass. No, 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 no. no, no. Today in our second segment, folks, we're going to preview the Battle of Seventy Nine, the biggest game in town in any town tonight. With a very special and insightful guest, man. <laughs> you could put it that way. <laughs> Backed by popular demand, we will bring to you live in our second segment. And live is a key word there. <laughs> yeah. We're going to bring to you live with her, her own unique pregame analysis. We're bringing back Aunt Bethany from Christmas Vacation. Aunt Bethany. <laughs> a live <clears throat> analysis. A live analysis. You know, you go head coach, quarterback, Aunt Bethany. That's pretty much order, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be great. we got her standing by. We don't want to keep her waiting too long. But you know she's busy. <laughs> you know. You miss your shots. You may not get it back. <laughs> 
But we'll get to that in a second. Save. Before we do that, though, we got to go back. Last week, we had a great show. Ron Franks was here. Oh, Ron's a great guy. You pulled that off, got him over here. He is the uh, director of the entire, the entire <laughs> Russ Ron, County. You mean Airport. Ron Franks International? Ron Franks, RFI. <laughs> Ron Franks International, right here in Henderson, Texas, and they put on a big show out there last Saturday yeah. morning. Yeah, and it's, I mean, for our size community, this is a great event. It's pretty cool. You know that the, the big plane that he was talking about that all the war planning took place flew right over my house Saturday morning. I heard it buzzing outside. I went outside and looked, and it's coming right over the tree line. That's, That's cool. That is pretty darn cool. Yeah. Pretty darn Especially cool. when you know what's happening. You're yeah. not being invaded. or <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Ron, I think, enjoyed being on the show. He actually said that he might listen. <laughs> he, said, he was thinking about... Possibly turn us on again next week. Yeah. So you can't, you cannot beat that endorsement. That, that's no, I mean, we, that's probably as good as we've done. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's further we got with David Offord. Yeah. Well, you never know. David might be listening. Hey, by the way, speaking of, of my friend group there, I ran into Andy Mills at the Thursday night football game. We're going to have to get Andy on the show because he was telling me about his trip down to Sabine County. Uh, to watch Beckville play football a couple weeks ago. And I'm not making this up. It involves a man passing out on the sideline, being carried off in an ambulance, um, a standing room only crowd, and a family of skunks. All of that was wrapped into one Thursday night event over there. Well, when you go that direction, you expect those things. I think so. <laughs> I'm just saying. And then you send Andy that direction, and something yeah. very like small happens and it comes back and now it's a it's an out to pasture exclusive the totality of events there (laughs) (laughs) they had some sibilance going on there it sounds like so we had a big show last week ron had a good time now we did miss matt we we talked about this before yeah we we uh threw up some air balls we talked about you know when you play basketball i've heard that people when they miss a shot it's an air ball i mean i don't know about that but no, I you know, when you just miss everything, everything, just whiff, whiff. yeah, whiff, the total whiff. Oh yeah, <laughs> we had some of that. And as hard as we worked on this show, you know, all the preparation that we put into every episode, man, at least the three minutes, the the minutes of, of preparation, the, the the long seconds <laughs> into minutes of hard work and preparation that goes like into this eternity. show, it's hard to believe. But we just completely whiffed last week on what was. By all accounts, and by that I mean studio manager Mark McLean, uh, probably the best line of our entire Out to Pastor It was season. so good we didn't even catch it. It just happened. Now, you'll remember, take it back a little bit, you'll remember we were talking about this this three-game stretch that I dubbed the dog days of football season. Chapel Hill, Carthage, Kilgore, Bulldog, Bulldog, Bulldog. And I apparently, and we've checked the tape, it happened. It happened. Apparently, I said just in passing, that the Lions were embarking <laughs> on a three-week Bulldog Challenge. Embar- embarking. Mm. Now, I like to say you just can't make that stuff up, but apparently it just happened. You And you whiffed on it. You didn't even catch it. You didn't catch it. Mark was over here grinning at me, which is unusual during the show, and I was really excited that something was apparently going well. Because he grinned. Because he was grinning, <laughs> but then I thought, he's got his earpiece in. Maybe something else is going on. It's unrelated to us, but... He's listening to the comedy he channel. Was trying <laughs> trying to, to alert me that we had done something good and we just completely missed it. Well, that happens. So we may have to add this airball segment to the program. <laughs> we, we'll need to give a lot of time for that segment. <laughs> Go back and get all the ones we missed. Now, I wanted to mention also last week 
on top of all the show the doings out at Ron Frank's International, you know, Ellen's got her first year underway down there at SFA, and it was Parents Weekend. So she wanted us to come down Saturday evening for the football game. Now this is, in other words, she she needed some money, and wanted to go out to eat. <laughs> she wanted dinner. That's what that means. That's what that but means. that's okay. We'll call it Parents Weekend. Right. And I get to go watch the football game on top of that. It's, it's a win 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 win. So now, we get down there. Now this when, is, when was this? <laughs> <laughs> we get down there, and now this is SFA, and they have won two football games this year, but I would not characterize them at this point in the season as a powerhouse. You know, back in the 90s, they eh? kind of powerhouse, well, late 80s and 90s. You know, they, and it may still happen. Yeah. I'm just saying right now. That'd be cool if it did. Right now, they're working really hard. Coming to town to visit the McNeese State Cowboys, mm. Mm, coming in with a, a national ranking of 23. And here's a couple things that happened I want to report to you. One is when we came in, with that backdrop, we came in on that far side of the stadium over there, and we had to make our way across the end zone back over to the home side bleachers. Mm -hmm. So as we get through the gate, immediately, I mean immediately as we walk through the gate, this young girl in her ROTC gear stops us. Stop right there. Stay behind the line. She stretches the rope out. Get behind the rope. I thought, what is going on here? She said, we're about to fire the cannon. Everybody's behind the rope. And I look up, and she's got this walkway roped off right in front of the ticket booth. And then almost all the way across on the other side, they got it roped off over there, too, because they have a cannon down on the field level in that corner that they're going to fire every time SFA scores. And she says, get behind the rope. We're about to fire the cannon. Well, that's encouraging, right? So I tiptoed over to the side, and I stood up, and I peered over the top of the group over there, and I could see that SFA had the ball, and they were on about the – Looked like about 10 or 15 yard line, first down. And I thought to myself, yeah, I don't know if I'd be getting ready to fire that cannon just yet. <laughs> we stood in the corner for what seemed like 30 minutes before SFA turned the ball over, and she finally let us leave and go to our seats. And we sit down, and I want you to know that the final score was 35 to nothing. <laughs> oh, <And> if, no. <laughs> if I had to stay behind that rope until they scored and fired again, we'd have been there You'd all night. you <laughs> You know, uh, we go to see A&M play. Now, of course, I have a reason to go now. Not like I didn't before, but now I can say I'm going to see Savannah. So you can buy Savannah dinner. But, yeah, basically. But it's a win-win, win-win-win-win. And uh, we have the cannon when we start the game. In the game score. I think they just look for excuses to fire the cannon. <laughs> a couple of years ago, <laughs> one of the referees must have been new to Kyle Field. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. And so we score, and he's walking down that area, and the cannon goes off, and it's on video on national TV. <laughs> he jumped, I mean, <laughs> about three feet high in the air, and he threw something. He comes, had it in his hands. It scared him. He did not know that was about to happen. <laughs> oh, it was great. They replayed it on the screen. It was just funny. And he's over there. They're laughing. They show him later, and he's laughing. You have to laugh at it. You have to. Because you're on national TV. It caught you. The screen caught Everybody caught you. And it, it was a great – it was just a great scene. Well, you know, when you think you've been shot by a cannon, that's yeah. kind of a big deal. I mean, <laughs> that would be what I would do down there. <laughs> now, all I can add to that is this. Now, this is completely off script, but I'm going to add this story. When I was a boy, so this would have been about 80 – Five or six. Oh, I think it was like 85 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. My Rice Owls opened a very optimistic season. We always open the season optimistic. Yeah, and that year our motto was, yes, Rice can. We had a new coach in town. By golly, we're going to get it done. 
And unfortunately, it must have been the same folks that planned that Pittsburgh homecoming from two years ago. <laughs> yes. That planned the rise season opener that year because they scheduled an opener against the defending national champion Miami Hurricanes. Well, that makes sense. In yeah. Houston in either late August, early September. Now, at that time, the Rice Owls had an actual owl that we brought to the football games. And they carried him on a little perch in the end zone. Prayed him around one night. During that game, I, as I recall, now, I have to go to my Wikipedia or get research staff to confirm all this, but the way I remember it is there was a touchdown scored and a cannon fired, and the bird died of a heart attack oh, no. on his perch. I'm not kidding you, on the sideline. And that was the end of the live owl mascots of the game. And at the time, yeah, it was tragic. It's sad. But at the time, I thought, that just can't be a good omen no, for your season. No, that's not. No. Well, every time they shoot the cannon at A&M, even when I'm ready for it, it's so loud. I, my heart gets reset. And our, our mascot, Rivoli, I think she's just like, okay, here we go. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it, she just looks at it like, whatever. I'm mm. like, I jump, but she's okay. That That's great. Wow. What a story. <laughs> wow, I did not know that about that. That's what happened. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> yes, we can. Maybe not today. <laughs> All right, well, tell you what, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, I'm not making this part. This is going to happen. This when is, we come back, this we is are going to direct contact via some sort of Ethernet. Ethernet, <laughs> Ethernet wireless connection. <laughs> We are going to bring to our audience an out-to-pasture exclusive game day preview with Aunt Bethany from Christmas Vacation. <laughs> we'll be right back with that on Out-to-Pasture, KPXI 100.7 FM. What's the difference between Stronghurt Pharmacy and the rest? It's the difference between doing business with a trusted friend or someone just doing a job. Tommy Strong and Cliff Hurt believe there's more to running a business than just making a sale. Stronghurt Pharmacy is a good neighbor pharmacy, so they go the extra mile to make sure their customers are well taken care of. Things like free delivery in the city limits or taking after hours emergency calls to getting to know their customers by name. You can't beat Stronghurt Pharmacy. 111 East Main Street, downtown Henderson. Underdog. That's not the usual version. No, that that you surprised me. That's like I, I was thinking the old black and white cartoon. No, no, no. no you no. went the you went like the movie route or something. Crack the crack out to pass your musical research wow. staff reaching way back for that one. Some sort of a mix up of a mix up. Yeah. <laughs> it was think, a mix up. I think they call it a mashup. <laughs> well, whatever. It's on Facebook. It's a mix up. It's on Facebook. <laughs> Trust me. Anyway, a very, very optimistic version of Underdog, which, as you pointed out, you know, in that story, Underdog is the hero. He is, and, and, he, he, and, he, and he wins. And he wins. He wins, so I'm just saying. So take that. Take, take that, Bulldogs. All right, now, <laughs> let's get right into this thing, because we have waiting on the line with us a very special guest, Matt. One of our favorite, longtime listener, big fan of the show, 
our very own Aunt Bethany. Aunt Bethany, are you there with us? Hello. <laughs> can, Hello. It's it's a very clear. Can, can you hear us, Aunt Bethany? Oh, oh yes, yes, I can hear. You. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it is so good to have you back on the show, Aunt Bethany. Yes, thank you so much. And I'm so sorry I was a little late responding to your invitation to the show. My phone fell in the toilet. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm just impressed with your cell service. Yes, yes. Well, this new phone has great cell service. I don't even have to have one of the rabbit ear type of antennas anymore. (laughs) Well, technology has come a long way, Aunt Bethany. It has. I just, I, I kind of glad it fell in the toilet. You know, ever since Cousin Eddie stole the toilet lid, <laughs> I, I just going to the loo has been quite the task. <laughs> You'll probably find it out there in that RV. Oh, yes, that RV. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. That thing. Mm. It's the mean green machine, I tell you. <laughs> Well, Aunt Bethany, we wanted to have you. We wanted oh, to have. Hello. I'm sorry, I talked over you again. It's our Ethernet connection. <laughs> I thought Ether was some kind of poisonous gas. It wouldn't hurt me. I'm dead anyway. So that's all right. Are you going to come to the game tonight? Oh my goodness! I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm just fired up about the game. Fired up. Well, now you know. That reminds me, I, I saw the glow from afar from the stadium. Is the stadium on fire? <laughs> no, that's just the new scoreboard and the lights. It's okay. <laughs> I just wonder about the Christmas tree and the squirrel. <laughs> oh, Aunt Bethany, you know, tonight it's the lions and the bulldogs, and I know you're more of a cat person, but... Uh, how do you feel about bulldogs? Oh, yes, I'm definitely more of a cat person. Bulldogs are slobberious and they're a pain in the rear, especially at Christmas time. They nose through the trash and they eat dried up turkeys. No. Like, I've heard that that happens. <laughs> so you think the Lions will be the team to go with tonight? Oh, for sure, for sure. I'm all about the lions. I think they could eat a bulldog, actually, if their digestive system can handle it. (laughs) Well, one of the things, Aunt Bethany, if you come to the stadium tonight, you'll get to see is the brand-new Grady Ash Fieldhouse. That's very exciting, don't you think? Yes, I'm so excited. You know, I I was so excited. In fact, it isn't every day that someone moves into a new house. (laughs) It's not. So I thought I'd buy you gentlemen each a chili dog for the game as a present for the new house. (laughs) That's a good housewarming. Yeah, I'll I'll take it. You get a chili dog out of the dog. (laughs) Absolutely. And this is good. Their toilets are. I bet they have very nice toilets there. <laughs> seats and everything. Yes, I can't wait to see the seats. Oh dear, I've missed that so much. Well, I'm excited, Aunt Bethany, because my Ellen is coming to the game to to watch it with me. Ellen, is she still dating Clark? <laughs> She has a great memory. <laughs> it's been 
so long. I know. I know. They seem like they've been dating forever. They should tie the knot already. <laughs> I think when he gets out of the Navy, maybe they will. Still <laughs> in the Navy? Oh, my goodness. God. Well, Aunt Bethy, do you have any... I know you've done your homework on this, but do you have any any thoughts no. on how this game's going to go or what the Lions need to do to be successful tonight? Well, you know, I think the Lions really have to control the line of scrimmage to stop that Dawn Coffee running game. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And, you know, any type of forward pass is definitely better than a backwards one. That's what I always say. <laughs> I just get so fired up about football. I wish I could play. I feel like I feel like Betty White on a Snickers commercial. <laughs> I was I was so offended. They didn't even contact me for that commercial. I need a new agent. Well, he got you on out to pastor though. That is true, and I hear you represent people in various ways. Perhaps you can help me out with that sort of thing. That is something we can definitely talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aunt Bethy, it is great having you on the show always, and I think you're absolutely right, by the way, about uh, the game tonight. we got to control that line of scrimmage and contain that running game. Absolutely. Thank you so much, and I look forward to halftime because the bands are so loud I can actually hear them. <laughs> All right, Aunt Bethy, well, we'll check back in with you maybe around Christmas time. We'll call you back. Oh, that sounds fabulous. Play ball. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Aunt Bethany. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Where else, Matt? But no, out the nowhere, <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> you know, I told I told Sherry one night we're watching TV. You know, in the summer they've rebooted the Gong Show on TV. Really, that's basically our fair. And I mean, that's kind of where we are. I'm sitting there watching yeah. this thing, and she's looking at her phone. I'm dying laughing. I think it's so funny. And I said, you know. We need that show in this town. We, we could do that tonight. I thought, we've already got that. We've already got that. <laughs> Many of our listeners hit the radio <laughs> trying to make it stop. But we, I thought. We just keep going. I thought, okay, you put together the gong show for Henderson. What would you get? And the first thing that comes to my mind is Pastor John Cunha's, maybe put him on a skateboard or something, and he's singing the Oscar Mayer Wiener song in Latin. In Latin. And then I said, we've, done we've that. already done that. We've done that. And then I thought, he had somebody that could do, and then, you know, yeah, and Bethany. We've already done we, it. We've already done that. It's unbelievable. Paul, Only at out to pass. Paul Zimmerman with his jokes. Paul Zimmerman. Yeah, jokes. Which he was trying <laughs> the other night to get back on the show. We're going to have to get him back on it. I think he's earned another spot on the show. He was working hard. He's working hard. Now, we had the big Kiwanis installation banquet Tuesday night. Yeah, he was really working it. You were installed as the new president-elect. President-to-be, heir apparent. Basically, it's the first vice president. We don't want that. So. Which means I got officially uninstalled as immediate past president. Right. Which was a pretty good night all the way around. And and now Jeremy Cartwright is the first former past president, whatever. Former first person. Yeah. And Charlie Hutto is El Presidente. Covert Charlie Hutto yes. steps up to take the reins. And, you know, as his first action, just to show you what kind of leader we're talking about, Matt, 
the first weekend that he is officially the head of the Kiwanis Club, That's you know right. what happened. You saw this on Facebook. I, I saw it. He posted a picture of his three boys in a bathtub together with a note that Amy's out of town all weekend. And he's got the Three Stooges. He's got his Three Stooges all by himself. Now, that's a man. That's that's a leader. That's right the there. kind of courage it takes to rise to the top of the Qantas Club. And by the way, fans, please pray for those children. <laughs> uh, the whole neighborhood. We're going to have to get Charlie on the show pretty soon because you know, he also posted on Facebook about uh, this trampoline assembly that he went through with his wife. Oh, I know about that. Some sort of a marital challenge they put together. Yeah. Well, wait until you do it on Christmas Eve, and it's raining. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) Meanwhile, mine's in the backyard strapped to a couple of trees because we tied it down for the hurricane low those many years ago. And It's still there. He could have just come and picked it up. I've been glad to share it with you. (laughs) Please take it. Take my trampoline, please. All right, well, he, should, he should have jumped on that. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't going to airball that no, one. No, <laughs> no. It was way too obvious. He should have jumped on that deal. <laughs> All right, we better take our second break. We'll be right back with more Out to Pasture on KPXI 100.7 FM. This is Jamie Holmes. My parents taught me to play fair, and I believe that whether it's in sports or in life, everyone needs to play by the rules. That's why I've made it my business to represent East Texans against unfair insurance companies for nearly 25 years. It's our job to keep them honest, and that makes my mama proud. If you need any help with the insurance company, call Jamie at 903-657-2800. He'll help you out because his mother said so. serious song about a, a heavy subject. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't know Trey had that in him well, at that age. At that age, yeah. yeah. I mean, now, of course. But. Of course. But that was from his earlier period. And, and actually, if you catch the video, which was a big hit at the time, I know you recall this, but the video, you, you'll learn that song's actually Trey's ode to... A relationship between a snake that falls in love with a garden hose. It's, it's one, of those, the, one of those tragic stories. My skin is black and yours is green. Kind of Romeo and Juliet of our day. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it was a powerful, powerful statement that he was trying to make with that song. And I think fits perfectly into our third segment today, which could easily have been entitled, What the Heck with Judge Hale. Um, <laughs> <What> Judge Hale. <laughs> 
that he had the good sense not to sponsor that. <laughs> Man, I am telling you. Now, Les, you know, Les is not directly, apparently, involved with the Henderson Daily News at this point. But his his fingerprints are all over. Oh yeah, all over it. I mean, and, you and, see the smudges, and it's just <laughs> just crying out for another chance to be on the show. Henderson Daily News reporting just this week, man. Now, I'm not making this up. That a Chinese man was arrested in New York trying to cross into Canada by three border agents who found that this gentleman had three snakes hidden in his socks. What? I'm telling you, the man is trying to sneak snakes into Canada. Wait. In his socks. (laughs) 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 According to to the paper, I don't even know what caused the agents to want to search this man's socks, but they're searching this guy, and they find these snakes in his socks. And apparently, he said, originally he told them that he had found them in the park. <laughs> wow. Well, but <laughs> I thought maybe he'd been traveling the Mississippi River. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> That's, we need a whole segment for things that should have been airballed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we should eat the whole show. Well, maybe he was a, maybe worked for the government. How so? Maybe he's a civil serpent. <laughs> Another hairball. <laughs> Potential hairball. <laughs> well, here's what, what what made me think is that, that not only is this just a weird what the heck story, but they said after he said he originally said he found them in the park, he later confessed that he had in fact bought them. That's, that's just weird. Something. What do you have to do to a guy? Who's willing to put snakes in his socks to get him to confess to anything? Yeah, what kind of torture? You can't scare this guy. No, I got snakes in my socks. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a, a snake in my boot? Isn't that from Toy Story? <laughs> I'm thinking, is this Woody? Yeah, maybe so. Maybe it's Woody. The guy was a big fan. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> in fact, there's three of them. <laughs> Western? No, these were albino western hognose snakes, man. A hognose snake. And yeah. I want you to know that I put the research staff working on this, and we have confirmed. This is a little-known fact, but apparently the western hognose snake is named for its upturned nose, which has a hog-like appearance. I don't want to call those hogs. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyway, this unfortunate gentleman is going to be receiving five years room and board in the federal penitentiary. That's just... Which I think, haven't I been punished enough? Oh, wow. yeah. mm. You know, the only snake I like is Monty Python. Monty Python. <laughs> well, I will tell you, too, that, that Trey got top billing on that intro with that bumper music because there are a lot of great snake songs out there. And it was a tough choice. And that is something I have never had the desire to search. Snake song. Snake songs. It's a big yeah. it's a big niche out there on yeah, YouTube. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well I tell you what, we're gonna just about be out of time, man. But there's another story we gotta preview just for a second on our upcoming show. This is a segment that's been brewing for a while. 
Yeah, it's been brewing. It's, it's been under the radar. Kind of under the radar. I've been letting this story develop before we brought it to our audience because, you know, timing is everything. Right. It's been simmering, about to reach a bowl. It's coming. It's, brewing. it's coming. <laughs> it's coming on. And that is, you know, we, we got our, our longtime listener, big fan of the show, Jeb Howard, Covert Charlie, the whole Edward Jones gang. And we've had Michelle on the show before talking about baseball. And stock markets. Right. Yeah, that kind of stuff. We've not had her own yet, Matt, to talk about her dog and her dog issues. And we're going to have to get her on the show next couple weeks to talk about what I have been told. Now, I can't confirm this, but what I have been told is that Michelle's dog has been expelled from some kind of training or grooming program <laughs> for misbehavior. That's what I'm been told. expelled? That's what I'm told. Wow. Banned for life. Wow. You're not welcome back. Meanwhile, David Miller's dog, Hank, up in Plano, you know, Plano, they got everything. Hank has been taken to an undisclosed location where he's in some therapy to try and build his self-confidence. So we got two dogs going in opposite directions here, and we need to get them both on the show so we can't bring this thing together. And mine's just running around chasing a squirrel. <laughs> Happy as a clam. Happy as a clam. So we'll get that on the show coming up next next couple of weeks. You guys need to look forward to that because it's going to be, well, as we say, it's going to be huge. Yeah. It's going to be huge. We'll embark on that show. We're going to embark on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Carlisle's off this week. Indians are going to let the other kids have a chance. Yeah, they, they want the other kids to have a chance. Them so a little bit. Yeah, take a break. But Henderson. Carthage. Henderson. Carthage, Grady Ash Fieldhouse. Yeah, it, it's oh, it's going to be huge. Lions oh. Stadium. Get there, folks, and get there early. It's going to be the big game of the week all over East Texas. And we will see you next week to talk about what happens tonight at Lions Stadium on Out to Pasture. I think I know this song. Played it a few times. We're going to send you out the this H- week. The Henderson High School fight song, not that other school. The Henderson. Keeping with the spirit of the day, we're going to send you out today with the Henderson High School fight song. Yes. And Bethy said play ball. I said go Lions. Yeah, beat those Bulldogs. We'll see you at the stadium, folks. South to Pastor, KPXI 100.7 FM.